All right, we're back with our Friday bonus of the Appetite for Construction podcast. Tim is away. But anyway, we got our special guest, Mike Prinkavich Jr. Mike, how you doing, buddy? What's up, John? How are you, man? <laughs> doing good. You are, you know, you host the uh, or co-host the IG Live. We do every Thursday night at seven. Yeah. On, uh, on Instagram, and we had uh, Spencer Brown on on last night. It was really good. Really good. This was an amazing week for that too. Yeah, I was just uh, had so many experiences. What we're going to talk about today with the uh, the hydrogen facility, I got to tour, and then just talking to American Plumber Stories about the progression of of professionalism in the plumbing trades. It's just, man, yeah, it's it's been a great week for me. <laughs> yeah, well, me too, me too, and that's why we uh, we have you on today, Mike. Is that uh, you and the the members of the Southern California PHCC? Got a really nice opportunity to visit uh, SoCal Gas. They're doing something um, pretty pretty cool with hydrogen. What, what what's going on there? What was the uh, tour like? Yeah, yeah. So SoCal Gas um, isn't actually uh, so the company SoCal Gas isn't just SoCal. I, I didn't realize how expansive SoCal Gas is, but they're actually the largest utility company. Uh, for gas, natural gas uh, in the United States. Um, so uh, they actually uh, hold more than 40% market share on all uh, gas utility services throughout the United States. So that's mm-hmm. a pretty big sum. Um, so we were given as PHC um, uh, locally here in Orange County um, and uh, also the state as well, some state board members, the opportunity to take a private tour uh, of the SoCal headquarters, SoCal Gas headquarters here in Downey, California, uh, which is right up the street, which was amazing for me. I didn't have to fly or drive or anything like that. But uh, but specifically, they've actually developed uh, a mock-up home that runs solely off a mix of hydrogen and natural gas, um, and they're they're calling the system itself an H two microgrid. Uh, so H2, obviously meaning hydrogen, uh, microgrid, meaning it's all self-contained. Um, and it's a, it's a regenerative system that can operate solely based off, uh, a small amount of water input, either from a city source or what was even cooler, which we can get into in a second is desalinization. So ocean water. So taking ocean water, transferring it into hydrogen and having it be a, uh, fuel source for appliances throughout a home. So it was really neat to see this, this, they actually built a physical home, three bedroom, two bath, you know, um, uh, home with all the, all the, all the normal fixtures you see in a house, nothing abnormal standard appliances, but they're running off a mixture, a mixture of this hydrogen and gas, um, uh, to, uh, a blended mixture. Uh, and it's just truly amazing how technology's really gotten to this point for renewables, um, as the argument's always been we're switching to electricity here in California. It's been a huge push, but as most Californians understand, we just don't have the infrastructure for this. It's, it's just not there. Um, you know, for most homes that have a hundred amp draw, a residential home that has a hundred amp draw, uh, if you install an electric water heater, you're already drawing a hundred amps. 
So that requires a 200 amp draw at that point. So an upgrade of your electrical system, uh, as well as panel box upgrades. Um, so the infrastructure of the system is just not there. So this really kind of opened a lot of minds um, to an alternative um, type fuel source when it comes to gas, but also electricity, which I can explain that that process as well. But it it was it was very enlightening. So I'm excited to talk about it. So. The, you sent me some pictures of um, the tour and the home, and, and is it designated as net zero? Is that right? Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. zero um, is net zero. It solely runs on its own. Right. Yeah. So, how realistic are, are these homes? And you know, you went through a mock home. How, what is the projection to actually see these in the in the wild? I guess you know how. In the How realistic is it? I mean, this is this is yeah. cool. I mean, this is the future, but when are, when are we talking? So I, I have a pretty open mind, but I, I had a very closed mind on any type of, you know, renewable technology because the question always comes to mind. Yeah, that how does it perform in the wild? That's that's a great analogy. Actually, I'm going to use that from now on. Uh, but how does it perform in the wild? Is it self-sustaining? Is it truly what they're saying it is? Uh, and though that that question came to mind before I took this tour, uh, and I, I was uh, you know not as open-minded to this type of renewable, but seeing it in practice and seeing it all completely self-contained uh, with a very small footprint. And I say small footprint, meaning that the infrastructure required in a square footage for an entire community of 500,000 homes is really actually can can be contained in, uh, they, they gave it an analogy. It can be contained within a a hundred yard by hundred yard square footprint, which is pretty remarkable for 500,000 homes. So, um, so the footprint was really impressive, but, um, but after seeing all this, I, I compl- I'm actually on the hydrogen train. I mean, uh, it's it's pretty remarkable, and to hear the history behind it. So hydrogen, uh, as in the U.S., we haven't really, you know, we've experimented with it. You've seen uh, some foreign cars like Toyota come out with the Mirai um, model that runs solely on hydrogen. Other countries are way way ahead of us in this particular category, um, and. I guess that came to light, uh, which I didn't, I was unaware about, but in Europe, um, they're already doing hundred percent hydrogen homes. Whereas we're, we're just now entertaining the idea of hydrogen. So we're, well, that I was going to ask is, is it, is you talked about a hybrid natural gas and hydrogen mix. Is that kind of the introductory? So step yeah, where we, where we launch from, or, um, is it going to be just strictly hydrogen at some point? So we could see it go either way, but, uh, you know, I think it's safe to say in the U.S. anyway, seeing this technology and hearing from the experts that this is a this is a blended um, uh, type transition for many years to come. I think 100 percent hydrogen uh, is is probably not in the next decade, I would say, um, because. There, there are some differences to a non-mix, full hydrogen, 100% uh, style. Um, the appliances do have to change at that point. So you're not going to have your standard appliances that will be able to run on solely hyd- hydrogen. Um, 
So there's there's been some manufacturers, which I was made aware about as well. Um, these overseas manufacturers like Renai Tankless that actually do offer 100% hydrogen tankless units. And uh, we just never see them because they're not at the U.S. trade shows, but they, they do exist. I was given model numbers and, and everything for these overseas units. Um, so is it possible? Absolutely. I don't think it's feasible in the next decade that we're on 100% hydrogen, but this is a great first step for the U.S., I think. And uh, and it was really enlightening. I'm, I'm really um, I, I'm quite surprised if you if you think about it, a utility company, a gas utility company spending close to 50 million dollars to design this microgrid and. It's something that's going to take over their existing business, basically, right? Right. Wouldn't you think that? But yeah. no, I mean, SoCal Gas is just saying, you know what, we're 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 with it. We're up for renewables. We want to take this on, and and uh, I, that in combination with the technology really convinced me that this actually is 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 a great alternative fuel. Um, you know, uh, to to set aside natural gas is a great alternative. So um, it. Uh, yeah, it, it was it was pretty remarkable, and the and the benefits to the byproducts or the exhaust too uh, to hydrogen is amazing as well. So, um, but not sure how how in depth on the details you want to go on that, but uh, but it was cool. I can give an outline as well on on the system and how it operates, but um, but it, it's it's very simple. You know, they they combine electrical. Uh, panels uh, to create solar energy. Uh, they store it in a battery. So that's for the electricity to actually, um, you know, power the home that's there. And then there, through an electrolysis method, running electricity from the battery through water, they're creating hydrogen. And then the hydrogen gets stored in a tank, which then gets used to mix 20% with the natural gas in the home so that it reduces your natural gas intake uh, from the from the city draw uh, 20%. Uh, it's also all self-contained. So it's on a loop. So it is uh, net zero uh, basically on that. The byproduct of hydrogen, um, as you know, most people would know is, is oxygen and water. Um, so water vapor evaporates uh, through the process and the water is actually potable. So you can actually drink it if it's, uh, it comes straight out of the, uh, they call it the electrolyzer, but that water is totally drinkable as well as the oxygen is pure oxygen that gets, it's the byproduct of, so that can be used for medical facilities, for oxygen tanks, for, um, you know, for the medical facilities, um, it, it's pure oxygen. So, uh, with SoCal gas, they've, they've just been releasing it into the atmosphere, uh, but they, there's so many uses for that as well. So, so I'm kind of interested, um, are these for newer homes or new model homes or can it, you know, do you see a retrofit? I mean, can at some point, can I just use the same gas lines that are coming into my home to, that will have this mix or, you know, eventually a hybrid fuel? Yeah. And that's the beauty of this too. Kind of like my, what I was saying about the electrification of California, that the infrastructure has to completely, the grid has to completely change, right? You have to have, larger wires to conduct more uh, voltage through those wires safely. This system runs solely off the existing uh, utility system. Um, so 
all of the gas lines that are currently under underground, you know, here in SoCal, I'm not sure about the United States, United States in general, but all of the existing gas system lines would stay exactly the same. Uh, the only thing that changes are these pop-up uh, H2 microgrid uh, facilities that conduct and, and draw in and, and pressurize the system with this mixture of 20% hydrogen to gas system. So, Do you see vehicles eventually running on this? Well, they, they actually are already, um, which well, is... I know, but um, I mean... I guess SoCal would lead the way, you know, in California is like a provider of this hydrogen fuel for, for cars. Yeah. And, and yeah, for vehicles right now here in Southern California, uh, Toyota, my history, obviously I've, I've worked for Toyota uh, before uh, Toyota Motor Corp years ago, and they were just in the development phase of this hydrogen technology for vehicles. But SoCal has led the way on creating uh, actual fuel uh, fill-up stations uh, throughout Orange County and LA County. Um, so hydrogen is here. It has to be stored safely, obviously. But um, I've seen some of these, These, uh, you know, I'll just give an example of Toyota. That's the only, I know there's other manufacturers out there, but um, the Mirai series driving makes absolutely no noise, zero noise. And the only thing you see coming out of the tailpipe is water, which is amazing. It just drifts right out. So. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it, it's, it's safe to say, yeah, the auto industry had it right. Um, I think the plumbing industry, this is, this is pretty big stuff and it's really neat to see it in person. It, it changed my mind a little bit for sure. So. so you said there's a $50 million investment SoCal made in this. I'm assuming they have somewhere to put this, right? It's not just this model home. I mean, there's, there's people lined up to, to, to try this as their fuel source? Yeah. And actually specifically, um, I, I was told I was allowed to say this, but the, uh, uh, one of the executives for SoCal gas that was giving us the tour, uh, said that they have actually initiated what's called the Angeles link, uh, Angeles meaning Los Angeles link and what their, uh, advancement on that. And, um, I'm not going to read too much on their website here, but I took a couple notes is the envision that the Angelus, Angelus link uh, would support an integral uh, renewable electricity and gas uh, combination, including wind and solar to help uh, reduce greenhouse gases and everything. So they're actually for new construction, uh, low income uh, housing communities. They're actually presenting this as a, uh, as a almost they're not making any money, basically, like a free option for these these communities uh, that are being built in Los Angeles. And they're called the Angeles Link because they want to uh, really showcase this technology. So that's that's down the pipeline here very shortly. So these communities are already going to be um, built here, you know, and, and it's really neat to see it. It's really I'm cool. wondering, you know, um, people have solar panels on their roof and you know, it helps power their homes. And then if there's an excess, it goes back into the grid and they actually get a check from the, from the utility company. Is that something that they see happening with this? Um, if you're just adding water to something, um, does, does, you know, SoCal gas have an excess of, of energy then, or, and this is my naivete on the subject, but I'm just curious about that. 
So here's, yeah, and I I would say no, because it's not the home that's actually producing the hydrogen. I think I understand what you're saying. If it was the home that was producing the hydrogen to pump back into the system or the natural gas to pump back into the system, that would make sense. But this is actually, this is an infrastructure addition. So instead of having a pressurized pumping uh, gas pumping station, they would convert them to this microgrid uh, conversion um, so it's it's a utility service basically that that you wouldn't see any change at your house, and that's that's the beauty of it. And the reason why they they want to um, you know throw this out there is because it, it's an alternative fuel. It's going to cut down on natural gas, uh, so you know CO two emissions, and uh, and it really just comes down to adding these these microgrid facilities. Now where they're where they're hitting a lot of uh, barriers or brick walls is is on legislation. Um, there's a lot of legislation involved with this type of stuff. Anytime you introduce uh, new utility services, you're you're not only developing new technology that needs to be tested and proven, which is why they developed this facility, but we're a capitalist country, and if they're taking market share on this before anybody else, then it looks as though they're a monopoly, you know, so that, and legislators don't like that. So, uh, so they, they have a couple battles with this, but I think, I think it's worth worthwhile. I mean, uh, they, they know it. Um, obviously they wouldn't spend $50 million or plus on this. Yeah. I was going to say like, that's, they know something's up. I know this will be politicized you know, there's going to be different camps that are for it and against it. Um, but if it's for the betterment of, the environment. And like you said, you, you just see water coming out of a tailpipe. I mean, that's the exhaust part of it, right? The, the carbon footprint aspect of it, but, um, cost wise, is it cheaper than electricity? So it's, it's a little bit more as far as electricity goes, um, and the regen cycle, it's, it's a little bit more expensive. Um, you know, and, and I think that would, that, these anything with new technology is going to cost more. Um, so you would see, uh, as far as an end user, you would see uh, an increase in the utility, uh, uh, you know, services fees, um, as well as uh, I think honestly, just a completely different way of tracking this altogether. Um, you know, the standard gas meter probably isn't going to be the standard gas meter um, that of today. It's going to look a lot different. Um, and uh, so th- there will be a cost to this, but I think, you know, if humanity, let's put it as humanity or the United States is, is looking for this renewable energy, um, things like this don't just, um, you know, pop into thin air and it's like, oh, all of a sudden it's in place and it didn't cost us anything. So um, it, there will be an end user cost, but I don't think it'll be that significant based off, you know, um, you know, what, what their projections are. So. And did they... Did SoCal Gas say that any other gas or utility companies are getting into this mix? Absolutely not. No, they're they're the first. So it's uh, that's why I was I was so I mean I I can't emphasize enough the the crew over there. Um, you know, to name a few people, Adrian, um, uh, who is the uh, leader of uh, he's he's the executive uh, for SoCal Gas and handles all the rebate programs for SoCal Gas. He was the one that got us in to take a look at this facility. And, um, they are just the, yeah, they're, they're just so forward thinking, which is, which is, uh, uh, really, really cool. So, well, it is cool. And I, you know, 
one of the things we've talked about off air and on air is that you are trying to move, you know, your company and the plumbing industry and the trades into the future and PHCC into the future and having the group go down and do that. That's pretty cool to, to witness and to get more information about this is the future, man. This is it. So yeah. uh, thanks for doing that. I mean, you didn't do it for me, but you know, it's just, it's a cool experience. Right. And I just learned 20 minutes talking to you. I learned more about this thing that I really didn't know anything about. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's incredible, and I, I, once again, I was just so appreciative of what SoCal Gas opened up their doors to us. Um, you know, it was very uh, um, uh, it was very inspiring, and uh, I do. I, I'm convinced, man. I go back to what I said earlier in the podcast. Here, I was like, ah, I was wish wash fifty fifty, you know, and didn't really have an open mind. Uh, I'm open minded to it, so they sold yeah. me on it. Um, and uh, they're not paying me to say this either, so just yeah. to clarify. So, uh, but cool. yeah, they're, they're a great support. And uh, yeah, we're always looking for, with PHEC, we're always looking for uh, the new innovative technology. And I, I am trying to work with our um, business development uh, sector of PHEC uh, nationwide to bring new things, new companies, new vendors to the table. So this is, this is one of those steps. So uh, I was excited and privileged to do it. Well, cool. Thank you for sharing the experience and, and, uh, thanks for doing the IG lives with me, man. It's fun. Absolutely. It's fun. I love them. <laughs> I it's it. fun. Every, yeah, it every Thursday, yeah. I'm like, I can't wait for five o'clock, man. We got it. <laughs> That's right. That's all right, buddy. Well, thank you so much and uh, have a great weekend and I will talk to you soon. All right. All right, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, talk to thank you. you.